Hello, I'm Father John McLaughlin. I am the pastor of St. Mary's Parish in Bluffton, Ohio. Today is Tuesday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time, and our gospel reading this morning is from Luke chapter 13, verses 18 to 21. And Jesus said, What is the kingdom of God like? To what can I compare it? It's like a mustard seed that a man took and planted in the garden. When it was fully grown, it became a large bush, and the birds of the sky dwelt in its branches. Again, Jesus said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It's like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of wheat, flour, until the whole batch of dough was leavened. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, we are all aware that evil exists in our world, in our nation, in our local communities, within our families, in ourselves, and yes, even our church, because we are all imperfect human beings. As Father Andrew Greeley once said, if you ever find a perfect church, by all means, join it, and then it will no longer be perfect. Numerous authors have written books addressing the mystery of the existence of evil in our world and within our evil within our individual lives. One such author is Rabbi Harold Kushner, who wrote the book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. In his book, Rabbi Kushner points out that some people who witness an evil event or who are victimized by an evil experience draw the conclusion that God does not exist or that God simply does not care about what's happening in our world or care about what is happening to them. However, Rabbi Kushner argues that the sense of unfairness, the sense of anger and indignation and injustice and sympathy that we feel when things do happen are in themselves the surest proof of God's reality and existence since God planted those feelings within our hearts. God does care as God does recognize the unfairness and evil that surrounds us, which affects our lives. But our God is a patient God, who's not ready to come down and destroy creation for every sin and evil that exists. Rather, our God allows evil to exist with the hope that we humans will have a change of heart and try to address those evils that exist in our world and in our lives, and to do something positive to try and eradicate them. God gives us grace and calls each one of us to holiness, hoping that we will take personal responsibility for the evil choices we have undertaken, make amends, and have a change of heart and return to God. Growing in God's grace and personal holiness is a slow and gradual process that does not happen overnight. It takes time, and so we need to be patient with ourselves, just as God is patient with us. In today's gospel passage, Jesus' parables of the mustard seed and the yeast offer us some insight into the patient growth process of our own personal holiness. The mustard seed and yeast imagery focuses on the concept that what is perceived to be small or insignificant can eventually merge into something great and something very significant. The mustard seed is the tiniest of seeds,
But once it's sown into the ground, a magnificent transformation takes place. Tremendous growth happens, and the birds of the sky dwell in its branches. Likewise, when a little yeast is kneaded with three measures of wheat flour, the entire batch of dough is then leavened and rises. God graciously supplies us the means necessary to grow in our holiness. At our baptism, God freely and lovingly gave us his grace, the grace that we needed to begin the process of growing in our holiness. The rest of the process is entirely up to us. If we want to grow in holiness and address and conquer the evils that exist within our lives and our hearts, then we must make an intentional effort to accept and work with God's grace. We also must choose to make Jesus the most important person in our lives. We must choose to believe that Jesus came to teach us the way to God's kingdom and follow Jesus faithfully and wholeheartedly. We also must be patient as we realize that God's kingdom is only partially fulfilled here and now. What we truly anticipate and wait for is the fullness of God's kingdom when we will be able to share eternal life with God in the kingdom of heaven. Yes, my brothers and sisters, evil will always remain a mystery and will always exist in our world and lives because we are mere humans. Perhaps many of us become discouraged by the seeming persuasiveness of those evils in our lives and our struggles to conquer and eradicate them. Have hope. I challenge you. Don't give up. Jesus reminds us to be patient, to have faith, trust in him and his word. Jesus reminds us that with God's grace in our lives, all things are possible. Always remember that God's kingdom will prevail and all evil will be overcome in the end. Let's hope and pray that all of us someday may be rejoicing with our God in God's kingdom. God bless you.